0: Your hands together for the Lord, Amen. You want to take your seat for a moment? Wow, we have been expecting all oh, and expecting and expecting. But before we bring up our convener, I think it is right to do a few introductions. So our neighbor, introductions are good. If you don't know your neighbor, please ask your neighbor what's your name. Hey, hey, you actually asking? I'm shocked. hallelujah well I had a surprise this afternoon a very nice surprise and I think it is meet to just welcome Reverend Eric back all the way from India it's good to have you back amen hallelujah and I'm sure we'll hear more from him in the coming days but it's really nice to have you back Reverend Eric for the short holiday. I'm sure the family is happy. Amen. The next person I want to introduce is a very dear friend of our father's ministry. Somebody who has accompanied with us so much so that people actually believe that he's here in the UD, that he's a close follower. Our neighbor following is important. Reverend Papo, is very nice to have you with us. He's from the Heritage Baptist Church in Accra, and he's a Healing Jesus board member and also an A B board member. Hallelujah. I also want us to welcome our own Bishop Charles Amo from Asokwa, the elephant of the Ashanti region. Hallelujah. The next person is the dearest to my heart. Bishop Patrick is in the house. <laughs> amen and amen. I think we have to conspire to go and visit him and bring him. Ah, hallelujah. But tonight it's a great pleasure to introduce one of our father's choicest sons. Amen. Somebody who has accompanied with our father. In fact, sometimes if you were to change the voice, you think it's our father who is speaking based on what he's saying. Hallelujah. And one of the closest followers of our father. And I think it is a privilege for us to have him as our father in this part of the denomination. He is He is the resident bishop of, or oh, he's the bishop of the Life Cathedral in Accra. But he is also the convener of Anakazo Assemblies. And he's here with us tonight. We've known this generous man for a long time. And as I keep telling you, when he comes through the house, there's always a deposit. So I don't know about you. I'll tell your neighbor me, I cannot sleep. Oh. I'm alert and I'm awake for what the Lord is. Ah, is that Reverend Pierrot? Oh, you are welcome, sir. We didn't catch up with you. That's Reverend Pierrot also from us so You're welcome. Hallelujah. But tonight, it is my pleasure to bring up to this... Okay, Lady Remy, whom he says, International pulpits. The convener of the Anakazo Assembly's denomination. He is a father to us watching over us and I want you to put your hands together and I want you to give a shout and let us welcome Bishop Emmanuel Interpol. I can't hear you, I can't hear you. Come on, give it up, give it up, give
1: it up, give it up, give it up, give it up, give it up. up.
2: up your hands. Holy, holy
1: Lord, you are worthy and I am honored to sing sing your praise. King of glory God almighty Hallelujah your name. Hallowed be your name, all
2: creation, every nation, all
1: creation, every nation has been by your word, has been by your word. As it is done up in heaven, Ah, it is done up in heaven. Let it be done. Let it be done. Here Let, on earth. Let it be done. Here on Lift up your hands and sing. How the way Hallow I be your name Hallow I be your name Hallow I be, be your name Lord have majesty
3: Divine
1: authority Hallow be, hallow your name. Lift up your voice and sing it again. Hallow your name. Hallow your name. Hallow your name. Hallow your name. Hello, Abhi, your name. Hello, Abhi, your name. By adority Hallow in me Hallow in me Your name. Lift up your voice Speaking the Holy Ghost, somebody Worship the Lord Lift up your voice Ila bahaka shatandesiri Rattari monderi mahakali Mosibala Ika palaba sikeri Mazibali bahana we worship you, Jesus. sendi mahakai. Oh yes, yes, Lord.
2: We love you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. When the music fades, all
1: is swept away. And I simply
2: can Lift up your hands Longing just to bring
1: Something that's of well That will bless your heart Oh, I'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself is not what you have required. Oh, you search much deeper within To the way things happen You look in and it's all about you it's all about you jesus i'm sorry love for the things let up your voice and sing. come on and it's all about you it's all about you of endless wealth no one could express how much you deserve though I'm weak and poor though I'm weak and poor all I have is your every single breath oh i bring you more than a song. For a song in itself is this it's not what you have required. Oh, you snatch my deeper wisdom to the way things Heart of worship, and it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, love for the things i and it's all about you. It's all about you.
2: It's all about you. How many of you know that? It's all about Jesus. Lift up your hands and worship Jesus.
1: It's all about you. How many of you love Jesus? Oh. It's all about you. It's all about you. Oh, it's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. you. Oh.
2: your hands, speak in the Holy Ghost
1: begin to speak in the Holy Ghost speak Speaking the Holy Ghost everybody praying in tongues everybody pray in tongues Rapa Rebo. so far Baba, 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 de Baba,
3: Baba, 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 Oh,
1: Jesus. You may be see It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. Oh God, Jesus.
2: Eka Pashata Sendere. Alamandozi Bhattarama. Ipala, say never higher. Around the Romoshi Palabaca Labaha Casada Bacasha. Lighter coming of a man to rain, Jesus. Like
1: the rushing of a oh, man. To a Yes. Thank you come our and feel our hearts again. Thank you, Jesus. Like the rushing of the mind to a rushing of a mind to away like the rushing of the mighty wind come feril oh ho our heart aching viva yay 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 like the rushing of the mighty
2: Thank you for your awesome presence. We love you, Jesus. Mighty Father, be glorified. We exalt. You. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a wonderful clap offering. I want to thank God for all of you, your lives, that you are saved and you are called a child of God. How many of you appreciate that? let appreciate God almighty. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know, our salvation is the most important thing. I get what I'm saying. You must appreciate your salvation always be thankful to Jesus for the fact that we are saved because many are not saved. Many are not saved. Hallelujah. The scripture says in Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 20 or 22 that the harvest is past and the summer is ended. harvest is past. I want you to cherish your salvation. I get what I'm saying. And be grateful always to the Lord Jesus, the savior of the world that you are saved. And be thankful always. I'm always thankful to the Lord for my salvation. Because the harvest is summer is ended but many are not saved. And that is why as a church we must be unrelenting in our love and our desire to see that many are saved. The church is in existence to see to the salvation of this world. Hallelujah. And we must, the Bible says David saved God. pastors that are here. Amen. Now, today and tomorrow I want to talk to you about a person. I want to talk to you about a person. But before that, I bring you greetings from the prophet. He's he's doing what he loves best to do is winning souls. I was blessed to be with him at Suhum for three days, fellowshipping and uh, being on the crusades. And tonight, I'm sure by now they have even started. They are chebi tonight, tomorrow, and Monday. And they'll move on. Let's appreciate God for his life. Please be seated. I want to talk to you about a person and tonight I believe that um, I believe that I'm flowing a teaching anointing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I can flow in anointings. I can flow in a conference anointing. I can flow in a camp anointing. Then I can flow in a miracle power anointing. I can flow in a stirring up anointing when we finish, some of us will sleep here. But tonight, I want to teach you about a person. And I am talking about the Holy Spirit, the forgotten helper. Hallelujah. And I want to speak from this book that the Lord blessed me and helped me to write. You know, I've written two books by the grace of God. This book and the cell system book, which we are launching tomorrow at Bantama. How many of you would like to come and encourage me to write more books? Amen. We launched it in May in Accra, but I believe that Kumasi people want their share. Is that not Hallelujah. But this book is a more important book than the cell system. Because you will not do well with yourselves without this person. Yes. So I want to talk to you about the Holy Spirit. Amen. One of the greatest promises Jesus made to his disciples before returning to heaven at the end of his earthly ministry was the coming of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said the Holy Spirit was going to become a helper to the church. John chapter 14 16 to 17 or 18. Look at it. John chapter 14 16 to 18. And I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him; but you know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless; I will come to you. Hallelujah! Can you can you pick up the take out the the feedbacks? The Word Comforter. Which Jesus used in this verse that we just read is translated from the Greek parakletos. Now, for those of you who are not aware, the Bible has two large parts. Are you here? Yeah. I said tonight I'm teaching. So we are taking it easy, is that yeah. also? The Bible has two parts. All right. The first part is what we call the Old Testament, all right, or the Old Covenant, which is made up of God's dealings largely of the people of Israel. All right, and it starts from the creation of the world, or better, better, betterly described, the renovation The world because the world was not created in Genesis 1 and 2. The word was restored. The word it was restored, it was a restoration. All right, there are billions of years between Genesis 1 verse 1 and verse 2. Genesis 1 1 says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth. was without form and void verse 2 and the earth was without form and void Okay. and darkness was upon the face of the earth and the spirit of the Lord moved upon the waters the face of the waters how many of you know that God doesn't create bad things the Bible says James 1 17, every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above it cometh from the father of lies, in whom there is no variableness, nor shadow of turning. So, God gives only good gifts. Hallelujah. Amen. The scripture says, and God saw all that he had created and behold, it was good. So, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1.1. But by Genesis 1.2, the beautiful earth that God created was now without form void. It was void. And from Genesis chapter 3, God said, let it be light and God restored what he had created already. The light had been created, but it had been covered. So God said, let the light appear. So he removed the descendant. The light appeared. The rivers appeared. Everything came in. Please. Very, very nicely. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I get what I'm saying. And one of the amazing things that God did was to create somebody like himself. In Genesis 1, God said, let us make man you know, in our own uh, image, after our likeness. So man was created. And out of this one man, generations of men came to the face of the earth. All right? Now, God chose a particular man called Abraham, all right, and his descendants as his special people, and that is the people of Israel. And as he walked with them, all the different things that happened, the laws that he gave to them, the judges that he gave to them, the kings that he gave to them, the prophets that he gave to them, their disobediences, their battles, their victories, and all that you know, were captured in the first uh, 39 books of the Bible called the Old Testament. Now that was written in the language of the Jews, which is the Hebrew language. And in its uh, common sort of spoken dialect, the Aramaic. So the Old Testament was written in Hebrew and Aramaic language. Alright? So if you want to find the meaning of any word in the Old Testament, you have to go to the original Hebrew. Alright? Now the Old Testament ended in with Prophet Malachi and after that there was a period called the intertestamental period, which was a period of silence. You know, a period of silence. But Malachi had prophesied in Malachi chapter 4 that someone was coming with healing in his wings. Talking about Jesus. And Moses had prophesied about Jesus in uh, Deuteronomy, all right, uh, that someone like himself was was coming, and Isaiah has spoken about a son that was going to be given, a child that was going to be born, and the garment shall be on his shoulder. So there have been so many prophetic ways about someone who was coming, all right, and someone like Micah, chapter five, verse two predicted his birthplace to be better. <laughs> Alright. So, after the intertestamental period, now we enter into a new period where God sends his son into the world. So now, in the Old Testament, which is the first 39 uh, books of the Bible, God related with the people as the
0: father.
2: He related with the people as a father. Alright. So when we hear about Jehovah when we hear about Elohim El Shaddai Jehovah Chidekenu eh, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rophe Jehovah Shama Jehovah what? Missy and all that, okay, it speaks about God the Father relating with the people of Israel. Now, in the New Testament, God sent his son, Jesus Christ, as a Savior. Joseph was about to marry Mary properly. You know, so they were espoused or engaged. And before the proper marriage ceremony, She was found to be with a child, and the Bible said that Joseph, being a good man and not wanting to make her, you know, a public shame, wanted to put her away privily. Matthew one twenty. But in Matthew one twenty, the angel appeared and said, "Do not do that, because she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, and he will save his people." From their sins. So Jesus came, alright, and throughout the New Testament, okay, which is the new covenant or a new arrangement, agreement of God with his people now, God walked among his people and related with them as God the Son. So, in the Old Testament, God walked and related with his people as God the Father. And in the New Testament, God walked among his people and related with them as God the Son. How many of you understand that? Hallelujah. Now, God the Son spent 33 years on earth. 30 years of which he used to grow up and mature and walk on the face of this earth as an ordinary man. All right? You know, until the Holy Spirit came upon him and then he ministered for three years and then he left. But whilst he was on the face of the earth, he came to teach the peoples of this world about the kingdom of God. About God and his heavenly kingdom and about the fact that man had to repent and enter into this kingdom. And he went round, he started from a place called Galilee, which is in the northern part, you know, just like we have the northern part of Ghana, like Tamale and uh, and places like that. He started from an area there, okay, uh, and then he ministered, alright, and then he would come down to Judea, where Jerusalem was, from the northern part to the southern part, it was about two hundred miles. Jesus would minister from town to town, from village to village, he went round preaching matthew four seventeen the bible says, and from that time Jesus began to speak and to say, Repent for the kingdom of God has come matthew four twenty three Jesus went into all their villages all their cities preaching and teaching and healing. Matthew 9.35 he went around preaching, teaching and healing. You know? And then, whilst he was doing that work, amongst of the people who began to follow him, alright, who were called his disciples, he chose 12 of them to be special disciples, closer people that he would train and at the time of his death all right, he commissioned these 12 people to go into the world and continue the work that he was doing how many of you understand that alright but now he was leaving the earth and he told them the work that I came to do I want you to do the same work But you cannot do that work of human intelligence and ability and strength and macho power and smartphones and computers and powerpoints and nice screens. So they asked him what do we need. So he said, When I go, there is somebody else. You see, I have not told you that my father in my father we are three my father came as a father I have come as a son but there is one more part of us and they say, who is he so he's a special person he's called the Holy Spirit and then when I go <clears throat> when I go I'll pray to my father or I'll ask my father so that he will send you this helper this person to come into your life so that he will help you to do the work that I want you to continue. Hallelujah. So this is, this is, this is the most important promise you know one of the most important promises that Jesus made to send the, the comforter. Hallelujah. And he said that this comforter was going to be a helper all right was going to be a helper the word comforter okay is from the greek so now the second part of the bible which is made up of 27 books is called the new testament that was written in the most popular language of the time at that time okay the most popular language was the greek Language. So the Bible, the New Testament was written in the Greek language. And it has been translated into English. So when you want the real meanings of the English words that you see in the New Testament, alright, you have to go into the Greek. So the word comforter, alright, there is the word, you know, paraclectos in the in the New Testament, all right, and Paracletos means an intercessor, a counselor, advocate, comforter, someone caught to one side, or one's aid, a helper, an assistant. Hallelujah! All right, the most important thing, the Holy Spirit was going to become. To these helpless disciples, according to Jesus, was a helper. Now, in John 14:6, in the the English Standard Version (ESV), he says, "And I'll ask the Father, and He will give you another Helper to be with you forever." The NIV says, "And I'll ask the Father, and He will give you another Advocate to help you." and be with you forever. An advocate is somebody who speaks you know on your behalf. Like Awo. When we have a problem and you go to court, you need her to speak on your behalf. I get what I'm saying. That's an advocate. So, God has sent us somebody who speaks helps us. Now, listen to this. Are you here or have gone home? the dictionary definition of a helper includes among others aid assistant collaborator co-worker partner ally companion fellow worker friend helpmate right hand man supporter and calling so listen to this so, when Jesus promised to send the Holy Spirit, he was promising to send the following. He was going to bring us somebody who was going to be our aid, Someone who was going to be our assistant. Someone who was going to be our collaborator. Someone who was going to be our co-worker. You see, when we have a center leader, there is somebody who is a co-worker with you. When you are going to evangelize, when you are going to mobilize the people, when you are going to bring the people into the bus, there is somebody a co-worker. That is the Holy Spirit. Alright? Your bus center is not working and you are not bringing people to church because you don't know this co-worker. So you leave him and go on your own. You leave him in your room and go on your own. Someone who is going to be our partner. Someone who is going to be our ally someone was going to be our companion someone was going to be our fellow worker someone was going to be our friend someone was going to be our helpmate someone was going to be our right hand person someone was going to be our colleague someone was going to be our supporter someone was going to be our intercessor someone was going to be our consoler someone was going to be our advocate someone who was going to be our comforter and someone who was going to be our helper. So you see the Holy Spirit is all this to us. There is a special person in the life of every Christian who is there to help you in all these areas. Yeah. An advisor. Those of you who are students. When you are studying you can't understand and you ask him to teach you. Eh? He will teach you. Because Jesus said in John 15, 26, when he comes, he will teach you all things. He's your advocate. Eh? He's your advisor. I remember in 2013, I was doing a master's thesis and um, I had almost finished. I had two professors. Then, one of my professors asked me to write about something. You know? And, uh, I didn't understand what he was asking me to do. I genuinely didn't understand what he was asking me to do. And, I was thinking about it. You know, I used to have, a. Um, uh, Assistant who used to type because I can't type fast, you know. So I'll detect and then you'll be typing. Sometimes I could, at one sitting, detect like six hours, then you'll be typing. Yeah, sometimes I'll be working like 10 hours, you know, and I'll be speaking. Do you see? So, so I told I said, Michael, listen, I don't understand it all. Then suddenly I said, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what is he asking me to do? In a flash. Just in a flash. Because Jesus said, Jesus said, he will teach you all things. In a flash. My understanding was open. And I said, Michael, this is what the man is asking. So I opened to the scripture. All right. And then I began to write and I sent it to him. I said, oh, yeah, that's what I wanted from you. Wow. So there is all this. Do you understand it? This wonderful person in our lives, earthly life is not easy. I'm just reading. You see? After being amongst men and experiencing the life on this earth, Jesus, the son of man, had come to realize the complexities of this earthly life. He saw the diseases, poverty, tragedies, the demonic afflictions, the sinfulness of men, and all kinds of problems and difficulties that men go through on this earth. He had experienced the helplessness and the hopelessness of men in this sinful world. Even his disciples who had been with him for three years had a lot of fears and weaknesses which are associated with earthly life. Whilst walking among them he had done all he could to help men. He had loved them, welcomed them, prayed for them fed them, healed them and solved their multiple problems. Jesus often saw the desperation, confusion hopelessness helplessness in the lives of humanity amongst whom he lived his earthly life. Jesus knew that man stood no chance without a divine helper. His disciples and the church that he had asked them to raise up in the world stood no chance without divine help. The great commission he had mandated them to undertake was not going to be possible without a special helper. They were not going to be successful in the proclamation and spreading of the gospel of the gospel message without divine help. He had promised them that they would do the same works he had done and even greater but at the same time, he was not oblivious of the fact that his own amazing deeds on earth had been made possible by the help of the Holy Spirit in his life. Even Jesus needed the Holy Spirit. I you go home. How many of you are following the message? It is evident from the scriptures that even though Jesus was part of the Godhead and therefore God on earth, he essentially ministered as a man. This means during his short earthly life, Jesus essentially was a man. He was half man and half God on earth. Ephesians chapter 2. Okay? verses 5 to 8. Sorry, Philippians chapter 2 verses 5 to 8. I'm reading from the uh, ESV. Have this mind among yourself which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped but emptied himself by taking on the form of a servant being born in the likeness of men and being found in the in the human form he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death even death on a cross notice that jesus emptied himself being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form being a man meant he himself needed divine help for his earthly ministry That is why Jesus did not attempt to carry out his earthly ministry until the Holy Spirit came upon him and helped him. Are you gone home? Are you gone home? Jesus did not do anything. He didn't preach. He didn't heal. He didn't raise up the dead. Because he did not have the Holy Spirit the helper for 30 years. He was a man. He was a carpenter. Sometimes people glad him to the elders for not doing their carpentry work properly, he was he was known as the son of Joseph. He had brothers and sisters. He worked as an ordinary person, ordinary. until one day until one day the Holy Spirit came but how did the Holy Spirit come how did the Holy Spirit come now listen to me how many of you are here let me tell you about how and why the Holy Spirit came now one day in heaven the Godhead the Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit had a meeting. What was the meeting about? The meeting was about how they could rescue their most treasured creature who had gone into captivity because he had sold his soul to Satan and was walking in sin and eternal death. I hear have gone home. Yeah. Huh? Okay, let me pause. Let me explain to you why Jesus came. When God created the earth, alright, the first earth, Satan was very powerful. He was very powerful. He was a ruler. And he rebelled against God. Isaiah 14, Ezekiel 28. You can read all about it. Okay. And he rebelled against God. And God cast him down. On earth. And God now restored the earth. And decided to create somebody else. And created man. When Satan saw how God loved man and how man was close, and how God has given everything that he had created to man. Genesis 1:28. Alright, he became jealous and envious. Be careful about your jealousies and your enviness. And he hashed a plan to let man fall the way he fell so he went into the garden and deceived man and man sinned against God and by doing that man legally handed over the authority to have dominion on this earth legally to Satan and that is why The Bible calls Satan the God of this world. So it is not God that is ruling this earth. It is Satan that is ruling this earth. Now, Jesus came to save man and rescue man from the grapes and the claws of Satan. But Jesus is God. He's God. He created Satan. So he could not come in the form of God Almighty. Otherwise Satan would have said it is not fair. So for Jesus to come to rescue us He had to become like man. Because it was man who handed over the world to Satan. So he has to take another man to face Satan, to take away and give back to God. How many of you understand that? So Jesus had to come in the form of a man. There's a book called When God Walked the Earth. How many of you have read it? Yeah. So you see in that book that Jesus had to go into the wilderness and the angels, Michael and the rest, okay, were instructed not to go into the wilderness with him. So Jesus went into the wilderness and faced Satan for 40 days and 40 nights as a man. I get what I'm saying. So, that is why Jesus came as a man. Now, let's go back to the meeting in heaven. Give the Lord a wonderful clap hands. I told you today, we are here to teach. Are you enjoying the teaching. Eh? So, now, at the meeting, they decided that Jesus should go to earth to go and teach men about the kingdom of God. Alright? And to exchange his life for their life. Their life. Amen? Amen? Because listen to this. This is very important. The best way to help an ant, if you see a cluster of ants and you want to help them, as a human being, even the tip of your finger is so big that if you touch that, you will kill them. So the best way is for you to also to become an ant. So you can go there and whatever problem is there you solve. So the best way God could come and help us was for God to become a man. But watch this. God knew right from Genesis chapter 4 that all the imaginations in the heart of man was full of wickedness. That fallen man was wicked. He was a murderer. He had no respect for God. Was disobedient. Did not follow the commandment of God. So now at the meeting, they realized that If Jesus came only as an ordinary man, he was not going to make much of a difference. Because they will not receive him. Do you understand it? They will not understand him. They will kill him at the earliest opportunity. How many of you understand that? So, for Jesus to come to gain the attention of sinful men, he had to have extraordinary powers. He had to be a superman. He had to be, his wisdom had to be an unheard of wisdom. His ways had to be different. His power had to be different from the powers of magicians because there were magicians and astrologers and astronomers and, and, and necromancers and sorcerers and witch, witch, uh, witches and wizards on earth already. His power had to be able to cancel all these powers. He had to be a man of special miracles. Somebody who could raise the dead. Somebody who could open blind eyes. Somebody who, who, who by his actions and his ways yeah. would let men realize that no, 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 no. no. If he said he was from heaven, it is true. How many of you understand Alright. Now, the power to back Jesus was the Holy Spirit. So at the meeting, the Holy Spirit said to Jesus, you go. Be born. Grow up. But when it is time for you to start the ministry, I will come and help Do you understand it? So the father gave the command for the son to come to the face of the earth for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. Jesus is called the lamb Who was slain from the before the foundations of the world? So God, the Father, gave the instruction. God, the Son, said, "I'll go." And God, the Holy Spirit, said, "You go. You go at the right time. When you are ready to start your ministry, be among them. Be a child. Go to the temple. Sit with them. Grow up. Do carpentry work. Be just like them. But when you are ready." to start your ministry of preaching teaching and healing I will come and help you. so exactly that's what happened Jesus came and walked the face of the earth for 30 years when it was about 30 years he joined Reverend Dr. John the Baptist church they were doing water baptism alright and in Luke chapter 3 verse 21 look at it Luke chapter 23 and verse 21 the Bible says that now when all the people were baptized it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying the heaven was opened and the Holy Ghost for the first time the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him and a voice came from heaven who said thou art my beloved son in thee am well pleased verse 23 and Jesus he said, began to be about 30 years of age being as was supposed the son of Joseph which was the son of Heli. now Jesus now received the Holy Spirit do you remember the Holy Spirit promised that he will come yes. and immediately the Holy Spirit came he took hold of Jesus and started guiding him the first place he led him was the wilderness Luke chapter 4 and verse 1. The Bible said, And Jesus, being full of the Holy Spirit, was led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit. While he fasted and prayed and prepared for his ministry for 40 days and 40 nights overcame the temptation of Satan. Now, when God calls you, okay, you must allow him to prepare you. That is why, many of you want to do ministry and the rest, you are around. You are just around in the house of God. Being trained. Being sent here. Do this. You are not wasting your time. Okay? Jesus, who has called you, is preparing you. Is preparing you. And at the end of the 40 days, Jesus came back to town. In Luke chapter 4 and verse 14, the Bible says that he returned in the power of the Spirit unto Galilee, and then went out a fame of him through all the region right about. May you return in the power of the Spirit. Amen. May you be full of the power of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. Then he used to go to church. Jesus used to go to church. Jesus was not like some of you. No, he used to go to church every Sabbath. So now, when you returned after 40 days and 40 nights, Went to church on the Sabbath, and when he went on that day, Luke 4 16, all right, and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to. So they gave him the scrolls to read, and then he turned into a place in Isaiah and Isaiah 61. alright, and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, and when he had opened the book, he found a place and the place he found was Isaiah 61, where it was written okay, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, he has sent me to heal the broken hearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and the recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Verse 20. And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down and the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fasting on him. Verse 21. And he began to say unto them, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your years. In other words, what I've just read about, you have seen it. Now listen. After going to church for so many years, Jesus comes one day and said ladies and gentlemen I have an announcement for you then they said what is the announcement he said the announcement is that from today I can preach, I can teach I can heal, I can set the captives free I can, I can do miracles and they asked him why and said the reason is that the spirit of the lord god is now upon me I clap your hands for the lord the reason why Jesus preached like nobody else. Like nobody else. One time somebody shouted from whence has this man such weights? From whence? One time they sent uh, some some, uh, scribes to go and arrest him. Then they came back you know Without him, they said, why? They said they they told they told their people that no man, no man teaches like that man. And they asked them, Have you also been converted? Eh, the man was doing mighty works in Mark 6 2. They asked, From whence has this man such wisdom to do such mighty works. Jesus became different what was the reason for what was happening in his life? The presence of the Holy Spirit. The presence of the Holy Spirit. Now, he from that time did ministry for three years and at the end of three years, Are you listening? How many of you are here? At the end of three years, it was time for him to leave and go back to heaven. Remember, Jesus is God. He only came for an assignment. But before he went, he had just started the work. The whole world was not saved. He had been ministering only in Israel from Galilee to Judea. Egypt, which was next door, was not saved. Syria, which was in the north, was not uh, uh, saved. Lebanon is in the north. Syria is also there. Was not saved. America was not saved. Europe was not saved. Africa was not saved. Ghana was not saved. So when Jesus looked at as he was going, he said, no. The work has not been done. So he called his 12 disciples. He called his 12 disciples. I need 12 disciples. Come. 12. So he called them. 12 disciples. Why are my 12 disciples? Ah
1: I- wanna be more like Jesus I wanna be more like
3: you I wanna be a vessel you well. work through
1: I, I wanna,
3: wanna be more mean
1: you like you how many of you want to be like Jesus Lord Jesus I, I, I want to be, like be more like you Jesus I want to be more like you Jesus I want to be a vessel you want I I, want to be
2: more like you you call the 12 disciples Luke chapter 24 we are reading from verse 45 and he told them guys I'm going but as you can see America is not saved China is not saved India is not saved Bangladesh is not saved Nepal is not saved there's a country called Ghana. They are not saved. Some of the people are in a place called Kumasi. They are not saved. They all need to be saved. And he said unto them, then he said unto them, Luke look, look 24, 45, 45, 45. Then open he the understanding that they might understand the scriptures. And he said unto them, thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise. From the dead in the third day, verse forty-seven, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in His name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. All right, and He told them, and ye are witnesses of these things. You you have to be the witnesses to go and preach repentance, to go and preach salvation to the people of Kumasi in Ashanta region, Ayidiasi. says you people are supposed to do that. Now watch. Watch this. Because I can feel that you are tired, so I'm closing. But watch this. Watch, Watch this. Watch this. When he told them to go and preach, you know sometimes when you're talking to people and you want to make a serious point, maybe even... Take your eye from them, and like you are speaking and making a point. So when he lifted his eyes, he saw them that they were going. Yeah. So 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 go, go and preach. Yeah here, yeah, yeah, go out. So go this way. No, go this way. Yeah. So go. They were going. When he told them that they should be witnesses, you know, so they were going. Now, watch, stand. So, so he asked them, Where are you going? Then they said, You said we should go and preach and teach. So we are going. So he said, Wait, I'll define the work. But you cannot do the work with your own strength. You can't do it with your own ability. You can't do it with your own knowledge. When you go there, you can't preach. You can't you can't. So then they ask him what are we supposed to do? Then in verse 49 he said and behold I send the promise of my father upon you but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on earth. So Jesus was say, oh wait somebody needs to come and help you. the Holy Spirit that helped me to preach. The Holy Spirit. That helped me to teach. The Holy Spirit. That helped me to do miracles, signs, and wonders. He must come and help all of you before you can do the works that I do. How I many of you that? So, He said, Go and wait in Jerusalem. So, in Acts chapter 1 verse 11. When Jesus ascended into heaven, the disciples went to the upper room. Go to the upper room. Sit down, pray. Sit down, praying for the Holy Spirit. Hundred, listen, hundred and twenty of them. Now watch this. Jesus was crucified during the Passover feast. Israel had a couple of uh, feasts. The feast of Tabernacles, the Passover. The Passover commemorated when they left Egypt. And God saved their lives. I get what I'm saying. Now, nine weeks after that. Alright. Seven weeks. Seven weeks after that was the Feast of Pentecost. So from the Passover to Pentecost is 50. Pentecost means 50. 50. 50 days. Now when Jesus watched this when Jesus rose for the dead, he continued to walk on the face of the earth for forty days. For forty days, he was seen of two of his disciples on the road to Emmaus. He was seen of the uh, ten minus Thomas. Do you remember? Because by that time, Judas Iscariot hanged himself, so they were, they were eleven now. And Thomas was not there. Then he was seen with the 10 plus Thomas. I get what I'm saying. Then he was seen at one point by 500 uh, disciples. He walked on the face of the earth after his resurrection for 40 days. And on the 40th day, he ascended into heaven. Acts chapter 1, verse 11. Okay, verse 10. Verse 10. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. So he went to heaven. Now, from there, look at it, verse 12, verse 12, verse 12. Then returned they into Jerusalem from Mount, the Mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey, yes? And when they were come in, they went up into the upper room where both Peter and James and John and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Aphaeus, and Simon Zelos and Judas, the brother of James. Okay, verse 14. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. Verse 15. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, the number of names together were about 120. So 120 of them were in the upper room praying, pray, intercede. Okay. Then in Acts chapter 2 something happened. Word this. in Acts chapter 2? And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Uh-huh. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as of fire and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. give the Lord a wonderful clap offering. Jesus said, wait, I'm sending you the promise of the Father. Luke 24, 49. And 10 days after he left to heaven. How do we know that it was 10 days? Because I've told you that from the Passover to Pentecost was 50 days. He walked on the face of the earth for 40 days before he left. So he was there for 10 days. So 10 days after Jesus had left to heaven, the Holy Spirit came. The Holy Spirit, the helper, the person who helped Jesus in his ministry came upon them. And immediately, what was the resource? Peter, who seven weeks ago denied Jesus before a little girl. How many of you remember? Peter. The disciples who all scattered. They all scattered. When Jesus was dying, there were only three people of his disciples who were there. Mary Magdalene, four. Mary Magdalene, his mother, Mary, another Mary, and then John. All the rest are scattered. Because he told them in John 16 that you're all going to run away. He told them that you're all going to run away. And they did. But these were there. All the people who are scattered now received the Holy Spirit. What were the results? Listen to me. What was the result? These people rose up and started preaching, teaching, healing, working miracles, raising up the dead, creples were rising up, the death was searing, the gospel was being preached. Why? 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 Because the person, I told you that today, I'm going to talk to you about the person. The person who came to help Jesus during his three years ministry time, now had come to help Now, this is the good news. How many of you want to hear the good news? This is the good news. The good news is that since he came, the Holy Spirit has not left. Why hasn't he left? Because when these apostles finished their work, go back to your seat. When they finished their work, when they finished their work, the work of soul winning, the work of evangelism, the work of preaching, the work of going on missions, the work of salvation had still not be done. It meant that the disciples of these apostles, which is you and I, have also to go around Ayudeasseh, go around Kumasi, go around Accra, go around Ivory Coast, go around everywhere, also preaching about the kingdom of God. But just as, just as they made the mistake of going before the helper came, this is the mistake of the church. Now listen to this and I want you to hear this the mistake in your life and the mistake in the life of most Christians, pastors bishops, shepherds ordinary Christians is that this helper who came to help Jesus has been forgotten about in the church the church does not know him there is a real helper a man of power, a man of counsel. Do you remember that when Jesus said, I'm sending you another comforter, he was sending us a helper, an aide, a counselor, an advocate, an advisor, a collaborator, a co-worker, an aide, and all this. This person is in the church of every believer, and the tragedy is that most believers don't know him. Are am not conscious of him. They are not conscious of him. That is why the church is so weak. Where are the miracles in the church? Where are the miracles in the life of ordinary Christians? Everybody sitting down here should be able to preach the gospel should be able to teach the word of God, should be able to cast out devils, should be able to lay hands on the sick for the sick to recover. It doesn't take a bishop. A believer who has the Holy Spirit, it must be able to do all that. Now, believers have the Holy Spirit, but they don't know Him. So believers are walking, pastors, bishops, apostles, evangelists are walking in the church without a helper, and we will become orphans. Now, my last scripture. My last scripture. John 14, 17. 18, 18. 18. He said, I'll not leave you comfortless. I'll come to you. NIV. 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 Verse 18. I'll not leave you as orphans. Watch this. Watch this. I'm closing with this. Who is an orphan? An orphan is someone without a helper. In the natural. An orphan is somebody without a father, a mother, an uncle. Nobody cares for them. Many of you sitting down here, in your natural life, you have been far better. Maybe had education, you know, have university, but you didn't have a helper you didn't see your father, you didn't see your mother many of you are orphans in the realm of the spirit many pastors many Christians many bishops, many apostles many evangelists have no help they have no help because you see the Holy Spirit is in their lives but the Holy Spirit is a gentleman he doesn't force himself on anybody He doesn't force himself. Eh? Come, maybe. Come. This is the Holy Spirit. This is the Holy Spirit. He's in my life. So when I wake up in the morning and I'm going out, I say, dear Holy Spirit, let's go. There he comes. Dear Holy Spirit, Please guide me today. I'm going to sit in a trotter. But I know that this trotter is going to be involved in an accident. Do you understand it? So when I get there, before I even get there, he, he causes some form of whatever for the trotter to leave. I won't sit in that trotter. The Holy Spirit I don't know where to preach. He will show me where to preach. I don't know who to minister to. You guide me. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He's the power in my life. When I when I start preaching, He stretches His hand upon my life and releases power. You see, as I'm speaking to you, I can speak to you like this tomorrow morning. No, I I, I I'm not holding anything. But where I've reached now, all right. When I started, I was reading to you. Where I've reached now, I can just talk and talk and talk and talk and one scripture after the other till tomorrow morning how? there's an engine, there's a power there's somebody who is with me who is guiding me now watch this watch this I want to get a wife to marry there are plenty ladies in the church Do you know your mistake? Your mistake is that. Come, Holy Spirit. He has been asked to help you. But he's here. But When I want to choose a wife, I just leave him. And I'm going. Yeah. And I'm choosing a wife. And I'm looking at ties. And I'm looking at breasts. And I'm looking at bums. How heavy the bums are. I get what I'm saying. But the Holy Spirit knows knows the person for me. He knows the person for me. So I walk around and choose on my own. Yeah. And so my marriage doesn't work. Full of quarrels. Problems. I want to do business. I should go to him and say, Holy Spirit, so what type of business? Should I sell washi? Should I go and print newspapers? Should I go fry eggs? You know You you, you see, when I was in my hospital, when I used to practice in my hospital, I'll be there and an idea will fall into my head. When I implement it, I get a lot of money. see, that idea, that's the Holy Spirit teaching me. I did fantastic things that many ordinary private doctors who have practiced for 40 years were not doing. Because the Holy Spirit didn't give them that wisdom, but He gave me that wisdom. One time, I was just there. I said, "Ah, everybody in Accra who sells food in hotel by the roadside, they are all supposed to do medical exams. So who checks?" I drove my car to the Accra Health Directorate and went to see the director. I said, "Do you know that this?" So he said, "Oh, doctor, you are right, but we don't have anybody." I said, "Give me a letter. Write that in Accra here. I am your medical designated medical doctor to enforce." He gave me a letter. First place I arrived at fan milk. And I said, Do you know that if anybody drinks fan milk, fan yogurt, and gets food poisoning, we can close down this food, this factory? He said, We know. But nobody comes here. I said, okay, this is my letter. Oh there, boys, poppy, poppy, poppy boys. In addition, they should all report. In all the depots, I went one by one, one by one, one by, to screen. Can you imagine all of them? Depot to depot, and everybody's paying for little exams, stool routine exams, jury routine exams, typhoid test, chest x-ray to exclude tuberculosis. To That's all. It doesn't cost much. And then they had to do it. Okay? Once every six months. Then then anywhere I arrived. So many things because Jesus said he will teach you. The Holy Spirit will teach you. He will guide you. Believers are walking without guidance. You don't know what to do. You just choose. You just go to some place. You just decide something. That is the result of the confusion, frustration in your life. You know, when I was flying this afternoon, my flight was one forty-five. I don't miss flights. No, I don't. We left the house a little after 11 or so. You know, there was some traffic. We got there. We got there like um, 12. I I got to the counter like 12.45. Something like that. You know, the lady got my decision and said, that I've missed my flight. They, they are finished. So, so my next question was, when is the next flight? And one of my lay PAs was with me. And I told her that, don't worry, relax. Relax. I'm not going to argue, you know, or please, or cry, kneel down. Please, can you try, uh, just five Ghana cities. I said, no. we we walk by the Holy Spirit I sent a text to the bishops and I said that Romans chapter 8 verse 14 as many as are led by the spirit of God they are the sons of God it's true many of you are making mistakes because you have abandoned this person you have abandoned him you have abandoned him you have abandoned him and I will show you the mistake that you are doing as I close put the chair up here Give me two chairs. I'm showing you the mistake that you are doing in your life. Most of you. This is your mistake. Watch carefully. Come, sit down. Yeah. Yes. Sit here. No, sit here. And then uh, you come. You look like Jesus. (laughs) Sit down. Where is Jesus? According to the scriptures, Acts chapter 2, 32 to 33, uh, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, and several other scriptures. Jesus is seated at the right hand side of the Father. There's the right hand of the Father. Jesus is seated there. Is that not so? Yeah. Alright. Now the Holy Spirit is on earth. Isaiah 6, 1 said that, I saw, I saw God seated on his throne. There are several scriptures. Psalm 9 verse 4, uh, uh, Psalm 11 verse 4. They all speak about G- of God seated on his throne. And Jesus is seated at the right hand of God, interceding. He ever lived to make intercessions for us. He's praying for us. Listen to me. Listen, 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 listen. listen. The Father is in heaven, the Son is in heaven. Who is on earth? The Holy Spirit. he's on earth. He's supposed to guide you, teach you, take you everywhere. Any decision that you are making, you ask the Father in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit will guide you. I get what I'm saying. But do you know the mistake that we are making? Come. Are you married? You are not married. Come here. Kneel down. He wants a beloved. He wants a beloved. Do you have a beloved? beloved. He wants a beloved. Now watch. What does he do? He's praying, praying to him, praying, huh? Praying to the Father.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. Help, help father, me, yes. help me, Father. Yes. I need a beloved in the name
2: of Jesus. Name of Jesus help me, Father. I need... Now watch. Now watch. Praying to the Father, okay? And the Father and the Son are sitting down there, and they are saying that what is wrong with him what is wrong with him? We gave him this. 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 We gave him this. He's supposed to be asking the Holy Spirit. He said, what he's supposed to do is to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, can you help me by your spirit to find a beloved? And then he goes to the Holy Spirit, tell him, can you lead me to a beloved? Yes, I need a beloved. That Holy Spirit holds his hand and moves into the whole of Ayodhysa, the whole of Bantama, the whole of Asqua, wherever it is, and the Holy Spirit orchestrates a plan and leads him to a beloved. We have abandoned the Holy Spirit, and we are talking to the Father and the son. But Jesus said, I will send you somebody like me, an aid, a helper, an advisor, an advocate, a co-worker, somebody who will teach you all things, somebody who will guide you into every truth. You are a pastor. The church is not working. The ministry is not working. What must I do? See, you go to the Father. And the Father said, listen, I give you the Holy Spirit. I give you the Holy Spirit. I cannot count how many times the Holy Spirit has directed me in ministry. And that is why tonight God is telling you about the Holy Spirit, the forgotten helper in your life. From today, you will not forget him again. From today, you will not forget him again. Remember that there is somebody, a special person, wherever you go, and wherever you go, He's with you. Whatever. Tonight, as you are sitting there, he, he's, he's sitting with you. After church tonight, when you are going home, he's going with you. When you sleep, he's there. As you are sleeping, he's there. Giving you dreams and visions that influences your life. You need to acknowledge him. You need to worship him. You need to praise him. You need to pay attention to him. There's a special person It's called the Holy Spirit. May you know him from today. Now, tomorrow morning, I'll be speaking on who is the Holy Spirit. Yes. We know the Father. We know the Son. But who is the Holy Spirit? May the Lord help you. Stand to your feet. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Thank God for tonight. Thank God for tonight. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Oh, thank God for revealing his word unto you.
3: Oh,
2: yes. Lift up your
3: hands speak to the Holy Spirit
2: tell him that from today I want to know you I want to to walk with you I want to to depend on you lift up your hands yes
3: yes Yes. go ahead go ahead and pray go ahead go ahead I want to know you. <laughs> I want to walk with you. Yes. I want to depend on you. Yes. Holy Spirit, I I want to know you. I want to know you. Holy Spirit, I want to walk with you. Ryan debe. Ribandalaba. Ribandonobo Sande Rebe. Riandalaba. Ray Mandele. Randa la ba ba ba. I want to depend on you. Ray Mandalaba, Sande Rebe. Ribandala ba 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 ba. Ran diriga. Ray bandonobo the Holy Spirit. Fall in love with the Holy Spirit Lord Holy Spirit
1: acknowledge you in my
3: life acknowledge you in my life acknowledge you in my life acknowledge you in my life lift up your hands everybody
2: pray oh yes
3: Pray. I love you, Holy Spirit. I love you, Holy Spirit. I recognize you, Holy Spirit. I recognize you, Holy Spirit. I need you, Holy Spirit. I need you, Holy Spirit. I depend on you, Holy Spirit. I depend on you, Holy Spirit. I love you, Holy Spirit. I love you, Holy Spirit. I
1: worship you, Holy Spirit. I worship you. Thank you that you are in my life. Thank you that you are my helper. You're my helper, you're my helper. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Lift up your hands everybody.